While there are many different methods to market your products, to exhibit them in trade shows might well be the most effective form of face-to-face marketing. I'm not saying that exhibiting at trade shows is easy. However, I do know they're certainly worth doing. Trade shows are the meet, greet, and sell your stuff of the business world. If your company makes a product or offers a service, there's a trade show out there for you. Welcome to the second segment of my series, Tips to Trade Show Success. Last week, I offered insights about the things you need to consider, like picking the right show before you invest your time and money as a vendor. I shared suggestions once you made your decision to participate, and I outlined the importance of having pre-show business objectives, which means having a few definite goals in mind so you aren't overwhelmed and end up with nothing but sore feet. While some companies seem to benefit from trade shows, many come home wondering whether their time and money was worth it. I'm certain those that questioned their decision to exhibit did so without properly strategizing and planning in advance to ensure a successful event. To me, trade shows are a beautiful thing. Where else can exhibitors meet hundreds of eager prospects searching for solutions under one roof in just a few days? After this quick break, I'll talk about six pre-show marketing tips to make your trade show efforts get the buzz and results you want. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 23 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. Speaking of events and a fabulous opportunity to market products and services, please join me for the Truckee Home and Building Show Memorial Day weekend, Saturday and Sunday, May 26th and 27th in Truckee. They're going to have exhibits on building, remodeling, designing kitchens, baths, and landscaping. Plus, they're going to have an awesome tiny home exhibit home decor, smart home technology, and pretty much everything you need to build or remodel your mountain home. You get tickets two for one by going to truckyhomeshow.com. If you think this is a great opportunity to market your products and services, there are still booths available. Contact Sage International, 775-786-5515 to get more information about how you can be an exhibitor at the Truckee Home and Building Show Memorial Day weekend. Many times companies either register far in advance for the trade show and then forget about it, or they're last minute and reactionary with picking the trade shows they participate in. Either way, to do trade shows right, you need to begin your planning long in advance. Like with any other kind of event planning, setting a reasonable budget for your trade show is one of the first things you should do. There are a lot of things to pay for, including booth designs, hotel reservations, registration fees, and much more. Fleshing out a detailed budget from the get-go will help you avoid spending money your company doesn't have. 
It should be a very strategic process where every aspect of your trade show, pre-show, during show, and post-show are all meticulously thought through and tied back to a strategy and aligned with your business goals and objectives. Every show is different, but taking the time to plan out your trade show marketing efforts and connect with prospects before the event begins can pay off. The more appointments you book and buzz you build, the more prospects you'll be able to interact with at the show. Incorporate some or all of these pre-show marketing tips and ideas in the months before the show to maximize your return on investment for the event. Here are six pre-show marketing tips. One, invest in some pre-show marketing. The trade show organizers will conduct a marketing campaign to build attendance for the event, but that won't necessarily get the right prospects to your booth. Initially sending a direct mail invitation or an email announcement of your hours and booth number to your own contacts lets them know about the event and if you plan to offer some type of special or incentive to buy at the show could give them a good reason to attend. And don't forget to post information, photos of past events, pretty much anything cool that you can share on your social media sites to create event buzz too. Two, better yet, devise a two-part promotion. Send out half of a prize in the initial announcement and reward the clients on your mailing list with the second half of their prize when they stop in at your booth. It's a classic promotional gimmick and it works. Three, use creative packaging for your pre-show mailings. Inside of these unusual mailing containers, put something fun that the recipients can use in an interactive way once they reach your booth, such as a key that unlocks a treasure chest with a fabulous prize inside. Make sure the prize is a promotional item imprinted with your company name and make sure that it fits the theme of your promotion. Four, Other interactive ways to draw qualified attendees to your booth include contests, drawings, and games. Remember going to the fair? Invite targeted attendees to take part in these activities before the show by sending them appropriately themed products or tickets for the drawing attached to an imprinted magnet they can keep. You could also put together your own game based on the products or services that you have to offer. Invite prospects and clients to spin a wheel or play Jeopardy where they must answer questions about your products and services to win imprinted merchandise. Do limit booth overcrowding by pre-qualifying attendees before inviting them to join in the games. By making the activities more exclusive, you cut out unqualified buyers and make the qualified ones more likely to participate next year. Five, don't forget the press either. A good press release may elicit some media attention from your industry trade press, and it's also a useful way to contact clients and prospects. In fact, if you have the resources for only one pre-trade show marketing effort, a press release may be your most cost-effective option. And of course, number six, build buzz on social media. Start using event hashtags and promoting the event and your attendance on social media channels. This allows you to make your presence known and ensures that attendees know your booth is worth visiting. Whether you choose interactive booth activities, unusual mailing packages or halves of gifts, pre-show promotions or incentives when they purchase at the show are the most effective way to draw the right attendees to your booth. 
Plan a pre-show promotion that's right for your company and its show objectives and carry that same promotion through your entire trade show marketing campaign. Just make sure you reach your target audience with your message before they reach the exhibit room floor. Now, I want to talk about the importance of choosing your marketing materials wisely. Last week, I talked about signage, and because it can be a huge part of your marketing arsenal, I want to emphasize it again. It's important you capture the attention of potential buyers, attractive trade show signs, retractable banners, flags, and exhibition stands can make a huge difference in making your exhibit stand out. Use them to highlight what's unique about your business, as well as making your information easy to understand and visually appealing. It's a very effective way to promote brand awareness, make a lasting impression, and certainly the best and most direct way of advertising your booth. Good signage lends credibility to your booth, letting visitors know your organization cares about its image. It's a fact. Everyone will look at your signage first before they will ever commit to stopping at your booth. The ultimate goal is to capture interest during the show. This means your marketing materials play an important role, which is to ensure the long-term interest of any prospect or attendee who comes up to your booth. These materials should sell your brand just as they sell your products and services. They should provide enough information to pique the interest of a prospective sales lead or a potential partner, but not so much that they don't need to get in touch with you to find out more. And of course, none of this replaces having the right staff who are effective at engaging attendees. Here are four ideas to consider. One, have professionally prepared brochures or other handouts made in quantity to distribute at the show. People come to trade shows to gather information. They need something to take home, but keep it to a minimum and easy to carry. If you wait until the last minute to prepare your literature, you'll wind up paying unnecessary rush charges. If you try to prepare it yourself on a laser printer and a photocopier, what you turn out may not do your products or brand image justice. Some trade show attendees shy away from collecting large brochures they'll have to carry around all day. For those potential customers, a dynamic and concise postcard can do the trick. You can use a postcard to supplement your brochure and highlight a product, service, or special promotion. Two, select and use a promotional product to provide remembrance advertising. Regardless of your business or industry, promotional giveaways, sometimes known as swag, are a major part of every trade show. The reason is simple. Distributing logoed giveaways is one of the most effective methods of advertising and promotional products make people happy. It's a widely known fact in the marketing world that consumers get a more favorable impression of an advertiser after receiving a promotional item. Since these need to be ordered in advance, you should think about the following. Know your budget range. You may not be aware of all the costs involved in purchasing promotional products, so it's important to have at least three options with three different price points. Does the item complement your company and product image? Are you able to easily print your key contact information and message on the item? Will you be able to get your shipment in time for the event? Is your giveaway unique and different? Is it an item that someone will use over and over again? Is the item something you would keep? A promotional item given away at your booth can help draw traffic, create recall after the show, and provide contact information in a unique, memorable way to prospects. 
Whether you select paper pads, squeezy stress balls, measuring tapes, or ice scrapers, make sure your giveaways have a connection to your product and reinforce your company brand. For example, on the Sherry Hill Radio Show, I used the tagline, Business Amplified. So at a recent business expo, I gave away blue megaphone pens and then used a giant megaphone as a fun way to attract attention to our booth. Three, consider an alternative to a free promotional gift is to print a tip sheet or brochure. Fill it with practical ideas related to your target audience's needs and your product. 10 things you should know about X. Event visitors may be attracted to this type of tool because it serves a specific helpful purpose. After this break, I'm gonna talk about a very important piece of your marketing arsenal, your business card, along with some excellent tips for quick setup and tear down. Extraction Jackson. Here's what people are saying about CJ's recommended carpet care. Michelle Holbert. I have used Jack several times and he's fantastic. He's cleaned my own carpets, several of my rental properties. I've been very happy. My tenants have really been surprised at how nice the carpets look after he's completed them. Tile, grout, carpet, upholstery? Call 829-1551 or visit cjscarpetcare.com. Extraction Jackson. He's the best. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750. Our branch NMLS number is 1042857. Summit Funding's NMLS number is 3199. Thank you. Summit Funding is an equal housing lender. If you love music as much as I do, then a fabulous event to get on your calendar is the 25th anniversary party of the Reno Blues Society. Roy Rogers and the Delta Rhythm Kings will be the headliner performing at the Ramada Inn on August 4th. Roy Rogers is one of the best slide guitarists on the planet. This will be an amazing dance party. Tickets are $25 in advance or $30 at the door. To learn more, please go to renobluesociety.org. In today's business world, one ancient invention is still priceless for networking purposes. The business card is simply a piece of paper, but without it, or if used incorrectly, you could miss out on connections and quickly fall behind your competitors. Nothing is more unprofessional than a nice business card with get free business cards at Vistaprint written on the back. It's bad enough to be advertising for someone else each time you pass out your card, but think what that says about you. He's cheap. She's broke. She doesn't care enough to invest in herself or her business. 
None of these options are complimentary. None of those images you want to portray to your potential clients. Spend the money and buy your own business cards with your brand and only your brand on them. Some people think that you should make your role memorable with a unique title, human resources director. No, you're a chief happiness officer. Web designer? No, you're a binary code Picasso. Receptionist? Too plain. You're the director of first impressions. While these are very creative titles, they may be too much to let someone know exactly what you do. If you received a business card from someone with the title Creator of Opportunities or Ambassador of Buzz, would you immediately know what that person did for a living? While creative titles are fun and memorable, if you cannot immediately portray what you do, your title is ineffective. Consider putting your title with an explanation beneath it. For instance, a computer repairman may have his card read computer therapist with speedy computer repair listed beneath it. Then he has the best of both worlds. I'm amazed at how many people don't include enough information or include the wrong information on their business cards. So exactly what should you put on your business card? Your full name or the name that you use for business purposes. Your picture. In a stack of cards, your professional photo will help trigger the memory of the who you are and potentially the conversation you had. Your business email address, not a free account like gmail.com or hotmail.com. The website where people can find more about you or your services. The phone number where you want to be reached during business hours. Business address, social media URLs if relevant to your network. While a glossy card is professional looking and is less likely to get bent or dirty, it also has one major fault. People can't write on it. While at trade shows, it's always a good idea to jot memorable notes about the people you meet on their business card. That includes yours. Let's talk about the importance of designing a trade show exhibit with setup and teardown in mind to help minimize the time spent on each of these activities. When I had my chocolate manufacturing business, for years I schlepped hundreds of boxes of chocolate to sell at fairs and festivals up and down the West Coast. I can remember this one gentleman who was on the same circuit who sold beautiful custom Burlwood tables. On the day of setup, he would show up and in a span of about 30 minutes, set out his four or five beautiful tables, a chair for himself, and his business cards. I wouldn't see him again until the event started the next morning. Meanwhile, we continued to set up for hours. Lesson learned, less is better. Be very aware of everything you pack and actually use. This is not about being exhausted before the show even begins. The only good thing with chocolate, tearing down was a lot faster because there wasn't much left. Whether an experienced trade show attendee or about to embark on your first booth or table at a trade show, you can imagine how hectic the day or even hours before the trade show begins can be. Setup and teardown of your trade show booth display can be easy and simple if you just follow these practical steps. 1. Use a dolly, cart, or wagon to bring in your stuff. This will save your back and honestly, the distance between your car or truck and your booth can feel like miles and in some places it is. Two, use clear plastic tubs that are all the same size to make hauling and storing easier. Label them so when tearing down, the same items go back into the same tubs they came in. This cuts down a lot of time when getting ready for the next show. 
Three, make valuable use of the booth area. Eliminate any unnecessary clutter and keep things organized. You want to make sure your booth has an open feel, invites people to come in and browse, or talk and gets them out of the crush of the aisle. Four, arrange your table in levels. Put the larger items at the rear, shorter items in front of those, and even shorter items in front of those. This gives your booth depth and dimension. Five, no carpet in the booth, bring a rug or mat to stand on. If it's a multi-day event, consider renting a dance floor which is designed to absorb shock. Anything you can put between your feet and a cement floor will make a huge difference in your long-term comfort. Six, emergency kit. Things happen and the show must go on. Bring masking, duct, and electrical tape, extension cord, surge or power plug, a stapler, markers, pens, calculator, scissors, push pins, glue, safety pins, band-aids, and hand sanitizer. Anything you might need to make an emergency repair on you or your booth. Seven, if it's a huge show, make sure you have the cell number for every staff member, especially when they leave the booth. That seems to be the time when you need them the most, and if you have no way to get in touch, well, you know what happens. Eight, keep boxes of literature and business cards, bring twice as many as you think you need, and other free giveaways under the table or somewhere in close reach but out of sight to make it easy to replenish during the show. Nine, secure walls, expensive displays, and big stacks of items. The last thing you need is something toppling down on your neighbor or an attendee. Ouch! 10. Security in the booth. While most people are honest, there seems to always be someone attending a trade show that will try to rip you off. Check and credit card fraud, lifting display products or merchandise off your table, and personal items taken if the booth is left unattended. Never leave customer credit card information in the booth unattended or overnight. In fact, you should be hooked up to accept mobile payments anyway. If carrying cash, be sure to walk with people when leaving the show. It's rare, but people have been robbed. Cover everything in your booth at night. You can use inexpensive sheets or tablecloths. Don't leave anything exposed. It's tempting for someone to steal it. You would be surprised at how effective covering up your tables can be. Remove anything of value and either take it with you or put it out of sight. Most shows have security, but always ask to be sure. If you have expensive equipment, you may want to talk to security personnel or hire your own. Also, check with the show's promoter about insurance against fire or theft. See if his policy covers it or check with your own insurance agent to see if you need to obtain a writer policy from your own insurance company. Let's jump ahead and now the trade show is over, you and your staff are exhausted, and there is still one more thing left to do. Teardown. Dismantling your booth is a critical time because it's when damage to your exhibit is most likely to occur as people take it apart and pack it for transport. Anything that gets torn down at the end of the show should be clearly labeled with some kind of identification which can be matched to a complete inventory list. This makes sure you have everything as you take it down. You can also have a labeled packing sheet to show where everything is supposed to go when packing it into crates and boxes to help make sure everything is packed properly to avoid damage. I also recommend you don't break down your booth early the last day of the show. In the last few hours, it may become real slow, especially if this is a multi-day show. In fact, most contracts specifically state that you cannot break down early and you may be charged a penalty if you do. 
people get real offended when they attend a show on the last day and everyone is starting to pack up and leave. Just hang in there and keep promoting your business or start offering price reductions and specials so you have less to pack when it's time to go. Conference organizers frequently struggle with ways to try to manage and minimize the end of conference slump. Restless attendees looking over their shoulders for an early exit is a symptom of a much larger problem. The conference hasn't been organized in a way that best suits the attendees' wants and needs and has not kept their attention or engaged them. The structure, feel, and location of the conference can also influence how many attendees will depart before the end of the conference. Here's another end of show activity I recommend is gathering intelligence. And since almost everyone has a bit of free time, the intelligence sources and types of info available are seemingly endless. One of the best last day tacks is a competitive intelligence mission. Send staffers out onto the show floor one at a time and ask them to bring back information about your competitors. For this, you can create a formal competitive intelligence form that asks each person to provide written insights into everything from product claims and pricing to booth layout and demo activities. Or you can just ask staffers to report back to you with three to five things that they thought might improve your program or that seemed to hit home with attendees. As the saying goes, you only have one chance to make a first impression, even if that first impression is on the last day of the expo. Always remember that even on the last day, attendees are still on the hunt for the best solutions for their companies. If you want to be the company they do business with, play Frisbee in the park instead of the trade show aisles. Now that you have some great ideas on how to enhance your booth presentation, next week in the third segment of my series, Tips to Trade Show Success, I'll offer additional tips that can leverage your success at the show, such as what you should do during the show, booth behavior, and trade show etiquette, along with the human factor, because seriously, the profitability of a show is determined primarily by the quality of your people and how they work the booth. Thanks for tuning in to The Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com.